I was the center of attention. Uh, I was the focus of our sport at that time. You know, I've often thought that I have a platform there and I have a responsibility there. Whenever I'm standing at the gates of heaven, he's not going to be like, how many games did you win? Mm -hmm. He's going to be like, hey, how many, how many lives did you win over? Like, who, like, what kind of impact did you have in life? Welcome to the fifth episode of the Leaders of the Locker Room podcast. This is an Athletes in Action podcast all about stories of influence, and I'm your host, Jenna Lika. We have an interview with Georgia Southern volleyball player Haley Fuller coming up. But first, we're going to turn to 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11, which says, As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. One way to put yourself in a position of influence is by practicing servant leadership. And that's what makes Haley's story special. The outside hitter started her collegiate career at the University of Alabama, Birmingham, but some challenges led her to her current home in Statesboro, Georgia. I committed to UAB this summer going into my senior year of high school, so four years ago, um, like this last month. And I went in with a coach, her name's Carrie, and she actually used to coach here at Georgia Southern, and she's in the Coaching Hall of Fame. I had, had no correlation to me coming to Georgia Southern. Um, but so her contract ended after my freshman season. So I was redshirted in my freshman season because there were just a bunch of other outside hitters. Um, so then we got a new coach my spring semester. And then after the following season, so my redshirt freshman season, she just kind of wanted to clear up some space to bring in some of her own athletes. Um, and so I was one of them that they were like, we would just advise you to transfer. Um, so that kind of started like the whole process and that semester, so like the year before my freshman year, um, I started going to a church in Alabama called Church of the Highlands. Shout out to Church of the Highlands. It's a great church. So like it kind of played like a huge role in my transferring process. Well, that kind of, it really did play a huge role in my transferring process because then like my freshman, my retro freshman season, sophomore season kind of had like the sophomore slump um, where I was just kind of going through like a little bit of a dark time, a rough patch and kind of found this really good church community there that kind of just made me a bit more grounded in my faith and just kind of something that was like I'm going to prioritize this more and kind of like put this in the forefront of what I do um not just have it be like just some other thing that I do just have it be like the main thing that I do and so transferring I kind of had an idea of where I wanted to go I was kind of looking at like schools in Texas kind of wanted to stay in the southeast just the south just the south in general um and so I visited West Texas A&M. I visited Portland State, which is not in the South, but it was still very pretty. Um, and then Georgia Southern came calling. And with Georgia Southern, I, at first, like looking at like the record, because it was the new coach that had called me. So the coach that we have now, um, he had called me in like the first like five minutes. We were just talking about faith and like our religion. And it was really cool. And like the record that they had, I was like, oh, I don't know. But for whatever reason, like I wasn't questionable about it. Because like there was just like a, like a weird sense of like certainty in it. it like I don't really know how to fully explain it um, because I was like very prayerful with the decision about like God, like wherever you need me to be, like please send me there. And um, I definitely do think that I am in the right place because when I came on my visit, it was just like an overwhelming, like this is where I need to be. And like, it hasn't been easy. No path that God brings you on will be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. Um, otherwise it wouldn't be worth it. There'd be no lessons learned. And there's no lessons learned and you don't really grow closer to him. Like I'm a very firm believer in you growing closer to him through trials. 
Um, you can tell having a Christian community is a priority for Haley. This desire was developed due to the church culture of the South. I grew up in the Mormon church. I'm not one to ever talk bad about the church. I just don't think that that's how you do it. Um, and so going to UAB, I honestly do think that if I didn't go to UAB, if I didn't go to Alabama in general, Bible Belt, I don't think that I would have stayed in church, period. I just think that I kind of would have just done what everybody else does. But what most students do when they go to college, they just kind of fall away from everything. But so being in the Bible Belt, I almost kind of felt pressure to find a church. <laughs> and so... I found that in Church of the Highlands, and so my freshman year, I was kind of like a lukewarm Christian, I guess you could say, where I was, I would read my Bible every now and then, um, but I wasn't doing anything extra, like church was a Sunday thing, and it wasn't an everyday thing for me, um, and then my sophomore year came, and I kind of briefly mentioned this, but so like, I was just in like a really dark place, like I wasn't really playing a lot, didn't really feel very, didn't really feel appreciated on my team. I just never really felt like I could do anything right. And it was just like a really hard time. And then the one week that we were finally back in town, because the first four weeks of preseason, first four or five weeks of preseason, we were gone. And so I didn't have time to go do anything outside of volleyball. It was just volleyball and working out in school. And so finally got to go to this campus group put on by Church of the Highlands um, with a bunch of college students. And like when I say that, like whenever you're about to like make a breakthrough, the devil will try to like turn you from it. Like I was like walking up to it and, he was just like, I just like, was like, I don't know anybody going into this. I'm going alone. Like, why would I even go to this? And I almost turned around and then I was like, you know what? We're just going to go. And it was completely life-changing. A guy on our baseball team, actually, he spoke that night and he talked about rivers flowing into oceans and being fed by smaller streams. So they become bigger. And it was just, it was really powerful. And I ended up staying with it and getting a really good community through that. And then started working with FCA after that. Um, and then I guess you could say my, the second semester was like my, I call it my NARP season or NARP semester when I wasn't playing volleyball because it was whenever I was transitioning from school to school, um, just trying to find a new school. Um, and I guess that's when I chose to take the plunge and go full, like all in with my faith and just kind of not one foot in, one foot out. And I guess like I can say that till the cows come home, but we'll always have instances where we're one foot in, one foot out. And that's what, that's why Jesus came to save us like through the experience of transferring that was when like my faith was really strengthened and just really kind of being knocked down to my knees and like just being thrown off a cliff and just kind of having to like have help climb the mountain again just really helped me like build my faith and build my trust in God and just knowing that like no matter how dark a time can be like there will still be sunshine and it comes through the clouds so yeah that's actually I have like an A01 tattoo and that's why I have like the sun as a one as the O because like I don't know you can go through some really dark times but the sun doesn't stop shining and that's something that's like really important for me to remember because like I'm someone who struggles with anxiety and it can be easy to just kind of get into a cloud where like everything is just coming at you all at once but you just kind of gotta soak up the rays sometimes. Audience of One is one of the vehicles used to show how faith and sport are interconnected. It gives athletes the perspective of sport as a way to worship God. Here's more on Haley's take on the relationship between the two. I've learned to not place all of my identity in volleyball. And I don't. I So like my team right now, we're talking about like the golden circle. And you have your why in the middle of the golden circle. And your why is like kind of the driving force to everything else that you do in, in your life and your every day-to-day -day life. And so my why is my faith. And my faith kind of drives everything that it literally is like the driving force for my entire life. Just... I mean, I wouldn't be playing volleyball anymore if I if it wasn't for my faith. I wouldn't be at Georgia Southern if it wasn't for my faith. 
Like I really don't know where I'd be right now um, if it wasn't for that. And so I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful for God for that. Thankful to God for that. We've been like introduced to the audience of the idea of audience of one. And I'm such a people pleaser. I'm a very huge people pleaser. I don't know a girl that isn't in all honesty. I don't know a person that isn't right now um, with like social media and everything. And so kind of the audience of one mentality, just giving it, just you're just giving yourself like the freedom almost to just work to please one person and that's God rather than working to please all your coaches, all your teammates, everybody. Um, I would say like, that's another place where they intersect. But I think that like mostly where they intersect is just knowing that if I fail on the court, it's, it's just like a little, whatever, like in the, in the grand scheme of things, whenever I'm standing at the gates of heaven, he's not going to be like, how many games did you win? Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, Hey, how many, how many lives did you win over? Like who, like what kind of impact did you have in life? Like, like I want, like whenever I get to heaven, I want to be like, well done, good and faithful servant. Like I, like I strive for that. And so volleyball has really given me like a really strong way to be able to further that and just like reach more people. But then like along with that, it's also given me the ability to kind of like go through the whole mountain process, I guess. And like, I like to talk, I love hiking, being from Colorado, I love mountains and like the hikes and the hardest hikes often lead to the best locations. And volleyball has definitely caused a lot of hard hikes, (laughs) but I wouldn't change it for the world because I love how much it's helped me grow in my faith and helped me lead others to grow in their faith as well. Um, and I'm sure that it will continue doing that even after I'm done playing volleyball, just because of how people will know me through it, because it has given me the ability to meet, meet people that I don't think I otherwise would have ever met. Haley has dedicated much of her time to shepherding others with various student organizations. Sarah, my FCA leader when I was at UAB, she was kind of like my person that I could confide in when I was there. Um, and so whenever I was going through the whole transfer thing, like after my meeting with my coach, after I was like told to transfer um, or told to look into transferring, I told her and she asked when she was like, well, I need, I want you to stay for another semester because I would really like for you to lead with us. And it was like kind of big for me because I'd never really had someone put that much faith in me in like a really, like in a little while. Um, and I guess like just leading, it just kind of helped put some pressure on myself, like some good pressure to just kind of be like, okay, like eyes are on me. Like I need to step up and like be a leader right now. Um, and then it also kind of put me in like a place of impact. And I think that as athletes, like we're put in such like a spotlight that we need to be careful about what we use that spotlight for. And so like being like leading with FCA, was just like a really good way for me to reach other athletes in different sports because it's so easy for athletes to pair off in their teams and then they might have like another team that they pair with and then other teams might have another team that they pair with um and so leading just kind of gave me access to all of the teams and like all the girls in the athletics and so then whenever I was transferring I was looking to see what ministry we had here and we had athletes in action um and so I did some research on it and I was stoked like really excited about it just because of like the whole discipleship thing and just everything about it. And so as soon as I got to campus, I had, we did like a, even though I was going into my junior year, technically junior year, I had to do a freshman orientation and they had uh, Matt Wise, who's a leader. And then Jake Cooper, who is now interning with, Athlete, with Athletes in Action. He was playing football last year and he graduated in the winter. Um, they came in and spoke and they like gave everybody their, their um, phone numbers. And I texted both of them and I was like, Hey, I want to do everything. Like, can I please get on? And I guess it like chatted and talking to them about me. Um, 
which again, very thankful. So very thankful to have Chad as my coach because he allows me to do this stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I guess I apprenticed last year with them. And again, like it just, it gave me so much more access to other athletes and allowed me to meet other athletes being new. And then, cause I didn't come in with anybody. I was just kind of thrown into it. And then just like being able to lead and being able to like learn how to use my platform because Athletes in Action does do a really good job of teaching us like how we can use our sport to spread the gospel to further the kingdom of heaven. And I think that that's probably like the coolest thing that I've learned through the last year of being involved in it is just like knowing how to lead people and knowing how to start conversations with people. And I think that's probably been my favorite part about being in leadership and leading people is just like all the different experiences that it's brought and like all the different people and just like being able to see God work in my life, but not just my life, but also in people's lives. And like, there's something that is just so special about that, that like, like, I don't really think that you can fully explain until like you see it for yourself. Haley used the unique time in her life to dig into leading on a more personal level. I guess you could say like, I love love. And I always, I was that girl who's always in a relationship. And then this last semester, I committed to a season of singleness. And when I've, it's kind of, it's cool to see when God takes something away, he'll add something. And so as soon as I committed to that, because that, that, that was taking a huge place in my heart and just to like release, it was so freeing. And then I was blessed to find people to mentor. And so that's been something really cool to just kind of get with like the younger generation and kind of talk with them about, hey, this is what, like, yeah, sports could be cool in high school. It's kind of what you put your identity in um, because everybody's like, oh, you play volleyball. Oh, you play sports. Um, but there's so much more to athletics and there's so much more to sports. It's just so much more important than what we make it seem. And if we put all of, and also just to put all of our identity in it is just dangerous, especially because not everybody goes on to play in college and so, or to play in the pros. And if you don't make it to that point, then where, where can you fall to? And so I guess using my influence on younger generations has been probably the coolest thing to see that I've seen in the last six months or eight months, I guess now. Mentoring people is probably my favorite thing that I get to do through Athletes in Action and just through having faith in sport. Other significant ways Haley impacts others is by using her social media platform as an athlete and also her status on campus. Especially right now, since we can't be face to face, which is really, it's been hard. Everybody's over Zoom. I just wanna be like, I'm excited for everybody to start getting back, but hopefully like right now we can meet together. And so right now I would say like, really, really reach out to teammates, really use your social media platform because the thing with being an athlete is you have like for volleyball, like, our, like Chad always talks about how we have girls younger than us coming to camp who are gonna be following us on Instagram. We have people from all over the place gonna be following us on Instagram following our Twitter, like all these things. So like, what are you posting? And like, I kind of use that a lot right now. And then even just being on campus, cause like everybody knows, everybody knows that you're an athlete. Cause you go straight from class, you used to go straight from practice to class here in your gear anyways. <laughs> um, and so it's just kind of like, how are you representing athletes? Cause athletes have such a reputation of just being partiers and just like going from sport to party or they like only have so much time for so much, but you also have the athletes that like really use their platform for their faith. And like Tim Tebow for me is like one of those people that I like really look up to in that sense, because he wasn't very successful in his sport once he got into the pros 
I would just say like reach people, like reach out to people, like use your platform as an athlete, just whenever you're on the court, be glorifying to God, like use your, cause like we've been gifted as athletes, we've been gifted with the ability of athleticism to worship God. Like I wish that I was gifted with a voice to sing, but I wasn't. <laughs> and so the way that I'm able to glorify God is through my playing ability and through that, using that ability and using where I'm at right now to be able to reach people. And that also played like a huge role in me staying with volleyball because I almost chose to leave the sport of volleyball when I was transferring and like, it just kind of like rained down on me. Like, Hey, like this is like your huge platform right now. Like what kind of platform are you going to have if you don't play volleyball right now? Like the platform in itself was a huge reason as to why I stuck with volleyball. And so I just encourage athletes to not fall to the pressure of that and just to kind of use it to rise up. Thanks Haley for encouraging us to use our influence to serve others. And that theme is what's going to carry us into my takeaways. First, recognize your position and use it for the betterment of others rather than yourself. A specific example of what this looks like is discipling others around you. Discipleship is part of our calling as Christians. And in Matthew 28, 18-20, Jesus says, All authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, till the end of the age. Here's the goal of discipleship, to know God and to create an environment for others to process and learn how Christ wants them to live and understand his word. Take some time to pray about how God wants you to apply this during this season. Second is the importance of having a solid church community that AIA or other organizations can complement. It is vital for you to remember that there is no substitution for church. Haley's story highlights why this is the case. She was taught and instructed at the Church of the Highlands, then she was able to take on leadership roles at FCA and AIA. Finally, make sure you are consistent in your influence, meaning let your life on social media reflect the character that you exude on the field, in your home, in the classroom, or wherever you find yourself. As you know, social media can be deceiving. We see it every day. But remember, as athletes, you have extra eyes on you at all times. And remember, if you'd like to sign up to get more resources, you can do so at athletesinaction.org slash subscribe. We will receive free daily devotionals. Text the word PLAYBOOK to 775-204-0404. To close it out, I want to give another thank you to Associate Producer Harrison Sillings and everyone at AAA who contributed to making this podcast happen. Talk to you guys next time as we continue to explore how to use our influence for Christ.